0: Welcome to the Young Woman Podcast. This is a podcast for ambitious young women. I'm your host, Aliso Halloran, and this episode is in collaboration with Icehouse Ventures, a venture capital firm backing Kiwi founders with unique insights building global companies. In this series, we are speaking to brave and innovative female founders and investors, sharing their success stories, ambitions, learnings, and advice, leaving you ready and inspired to achieve your big dreams and goals, whatever they are.
1: So I'm determined, passionate, uh not think of another adjective to to make this something that women women can access, and they know that it's backed by science.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Jenny Kruger. It is uh, fantastic to be joined by you on the podcast. And you're the co-founder of Juno Femme. Could you tell us a little bit about Juno Femme and your products?
1: Yeah, well, thank you for the opportunity, Elise. It's lovely to talk with you this morning. Um, So Juno Femme is a spin-out company from the University of Auckland. And um, what we do, what our mission is, is to help women perform effective pelvic floor muscle exercises in an effort to improve their pelvic floor muscle health. And this is particularly in relationship to stress urinary incontinence so those are those pesky leaky periods that um, happen occasionally or sometimes more often for women Um, and we are providing good solutions to help women to deal with that so the product enables that but the company gives a bit of a wraparound service so you keep doing your exercises
0: That's amazing. And pelvic floor health is something that is not actually very often publicly spoken about, um, even among women. So why do you think it's really important that we do start to um, talk about this issue some more?
1: Well, I think you've kind of um, alluded to it there that it is still very much a taboo subject, which is sad in, in many respects because it's so common. We know that at least 30% of women suffer from urinary incontinence at some stage of their lives. And it is something that we should be talking about because whatever, whenever those leakages happen, it's not normal and it has been normalized. Uh, And that's an issue. And we need to talk about how we can resolve those symptoms, not just how can we put up with them. It's not a consequence, an inevitable consequence of aging. It's not something that's inherited it's not something that we have to put up with it's something often we can do something about
0: yeah that's really great I love with um judo femme hearts making that a lot more accessible and um I guess user friendly as well for people because it's a topic that as I said a lot of people probably don't really know where to start with do they mm.
1: and that's problem is that most women when they have these issues and they uh for instance if you are a new mum and you used to do a lot of exercise before you had your baby and now you've had your baby and six months down the track you go for a walk around the block or um, try and go back to the gym as you used to and every time you do that you leak. It's terribly distressing and you do many people these days their first port of call is the internet. So they go to the internet and they look up leakage or incontinence and try and resolve the issue themselves. And sadly for oftentimes that information is not what is needed. And so we're hoping to provide effective research backed information that women can be confident that this will help resolve their symptoms, as well as of course, you need to um, go to your healthcare practitioners and we encourage that as well. And we are actually, Fem's first target is to get credibility amongst our healthcare professionals so that is one of the um, things we are doing to really increase awareness of both the company and the product Femfit.
0: Yeah that's amazing and could you talk us through your career prior to being the founder of Fem? you've got quite an extensive you know history of um, of research and, you know, I understand you're a lecturer at the university as well. So could you talk us through what sort of happened leading up to this?
1: Gosh, well, I've had quite a long, um, eclectic career, I guess. I started my life, my career life, uh, in nursing and midwifery many years ago. So I worked in the hospital system. I, my passion is women's health. So I did mid- midwifery for many years out at Waitakere mainly. And then I went back to university and did a master's degree. I was very interested in sports and exercise science, so I did a master's degree, and then that kind of morphed into a PhD in um, elite athletes and childbirth. So childbirth, maternal health has always been my thing, with a um, side interest in sports and exercise. I was then lucky enough to get a a postgraduate fellowship at the Auckland Bioengineering Institute. Um, and here I've had the opportunity to start a research group really in public floor health particularly, but maternal health more generally. Uh, I've managed to, I guess, really leverage the expertise here from our bioengineers who are experts in making things, particularly instrumentation to measure stuff So together with other clinicians within our research group, we've guided the um, design and development of the instruments that we've now been in a position to commercialize. So we were fortunate to have a large government grant which allowed us to do a lot of um, research and development. And as of 2018, we embarked upon a pathway of commercialization to really make this much more accessible than, um, it would have been had it just stayed in the, in the research field. So I'm determined, passionate, uh, can't think of another adjective to, to make this something that women, women can access and they know that it's backed by science, grounded in research and it, and it does, it will work um there will be occasions where we need to help you along your journey but if you're the right person with the um you fit the criteria the chances are that you will get resolution of your symptoms
0: it's fantastic it's so interesting to hear it's sort of been quite a journey to get to the point where it's created. it's been a journey <laughs> yeah which is great to hear because you know you do often see these products these businesses and Think it almost just happened overnight but um no no this has been 10 years in the making (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing and you're now really leading the way i guess in this women's health space um, and in science and bioengineering um so why do you think it is so important that we do see more females lead research um happening in this space
1: uh it's again another one of my um real missions is to try and encourage women, younger women, to get into the STEM area, uh, particularly engineering, because historically there's been a lack of women who have gone down the pathway of engineering. That has changed over recent times, and there are more undergraduate engineers, as women, women undergraduate engineers, and then postgraduate, but after that they tend to fall off. And so there's not a lot of women who are in leadership positions within the engineering field. And that's something we need to encourage and try and figure out what it is that we need to do to encourage women to stay within within this, um, particularly engineering uh, field, as more um, senior roles.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important, too, because, you know, there's a lot of issues which, you know, for example, the issue that you're solving which yeah. is a very female issue that at least we've got women in those spaces doing that research. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's, there's probably a lot of examples in the medical industry where there's a lot of women's health issues that haven't had as much research as they probably should have. Mm. Um, so we really do need to see that representation, don't we?
1: Yeah, we do. Um, and now that I'm moving out of the sort of research domain and more into the commercialisation, it's becoming really apparent that women even in the um, commercial spaces are underrepresented. So we need to step up our game. Um, And and I think this is a good way of doing it is just getting out there, airing the fact that it's doable, it's possible. Uh, You need a great support team and I guess I'm lucky that I've got a great support team, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what would your advice be to, um, I guess, other young women
1: listening who are interested in a career in engineering or science? I think, um, you've got to be willing to do the hard yards, but perseverance for me has been the real key to success. So it's just putting one foot in front of the other and really not being put off by things. So I think just perseverance, have a willingness to adapt. but don't give up on what your end goal is and um don't be discouraged there will be pitfalls there are always pitfalls along the way but it's just about keeping that end goal in mind and yeah perseverance (laughs) tenacity hang in
0: (laughs) yeah that's really great advice
1: yeah and i think looking for mentors as well there are enough women around now and just reaching out for um help and advice and particularly in New Zealand, there will be people that will be willing to give you advice and help along the way. So yeah,
0: yeah that's such great advice. I think that's really important. And that's a big um, reason I've wanted to the podcast too, to almost kind of create that access to female mentors or other women who are leading the way in their fields um, yeah. yeah, for people to access. I mean, do you have any advice for how some young women could sort of reach out to, to mentors or, um, you know, if you had to do it in your career, any stages? Yes,
1: yeah, so I think certainly through um, mediums like this, through podcasts, through organisations, if you are going down a commercial pathway like Ice House and Archangels, um, amazing uh, facilities and um, resources that you can tap into. There are lots of courses that are offered if you're going down a more research pathway definitely there are people within the organisation the universities here at the Auckland Bioengineering Institute there's certainly opportunities to come and talk to women such as me <laughs> although i'm i'm more commercial now but i'm still based here and very happy to talk to anybody who's interested in research but also in commercialisation
0: yeah that's excellent And you've sort of touched on this a little bit, but um, could you let us know sort of what some of the exciting developments that you and the team at Junofem are working on for the next 12 months?
1: Yeah, so we're really excited about the way that things are are panning out for us. So we've had some um, initial investment in the company as a, what's called seed round. So that means that we've managed to get the foundation stones laid for the company, grow so we've got um, we've got regulatory approvals now to sell the product as a medical device in New Zealand Australia and the UK Uh, we have got great protection around our IP and we are um, probably by the end of this year early next year launching our first overseas real overseas market and to the UK we do have product at market already in New Zealand and Australia and we're very excited about that. We're going to have a brand new look of our website within about the next two to three weeks. Um, and so, yeah, we're very keen to up our, um, our presence and getting the name out there, providing education, as well as onboarding some of our clinicians that are also very excited about the prospects of using Femfit within their clinic. That's
0: amazing. Um, it sounds like there's a lot happening in the next 12 months, which is really exciting. Yeah. And yeah. is the product accessible, you know, if some if, um, women listening want to access the product or, you know, find out a little bit more, how, how's the best way they go about that?
1: Well, the best way is just to go directly to our website. So it is Com. And then just click through. There is a, um, a small questionnaire we just ask you to complete just to make sure that the product is right for you. So, the product FemFit is a very unique pressure sensor array. It's an intravaginal pressure sensor array, but it helps you with a strengthening and um, function of that pelvic floor. So, it wouldn't be for women who have got pelvic pain, for instance, or anything like that. But um, once you've filled out that questionnaire and tick all the boxes, you can either then chat to our in-house physio if we're not sure, or you just go straight to purchase. Um, and then Junofem as a company, we will be watching what, ha- we won't be watching, but there will be some, <laughs> there will be some uh, help along the way should you need it. Because it's an exercise. It's like, it's difficult to keep doing it. Um, one of the issues about pelvic floor exercises or Kegel exercises is that we need to do them and we need to do them regularly. And it's about providing that incentive to keep going.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. As I said, I think it's just so great that, um, you are know, I guess just bringing down the barriers to accessing this kind of healthcare and also starting that conversation um, about it as well which I think is amazing. And I loved the advice you shared, especially around your career, um, about having you know perseverance and, and you've obviously followed your passions and your interests, which has led you to um, founding the company today. Um, so one piece of, one question i, I love to finish on is um, asking what your best piece of career advice would be for other young women listening, um, which I guess you wish that someone had told you when you were first starting out.
1: Um, Yeah, so I think if I had my time over, I don't know, I'd change very much. I don't think you should be boxed into a corner. So if you look at um, me as an example, my career has evolved enormously over time from very clinically based now to a commercialization. And that has just been opportunity. It's also been, um, as I said, perseverance. So back yourself. I think if somebody had given me that advice earlier on, perhaps I would have moved a little quicker. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it is about believing in yourself, excuse me, um, backing yourself and reaching out to others to give advice. Don't be put off by this imposter syndrome that many of us are put off by so um yeah i think that would be the the bit of advice yeah. that i would offer is yeah
0: that's so great yeah oh thank you jenny that's such great advice and if people would like to find out more about juno Femme and FemFit products they can obviously yep. head to the website um and if people would like to follow along Um, with the work you get up to or connect with you further, where's the best place for them to find you online?
1: So we're online. We're on LinkedIn. So that's where our social presence is at the moment. We would be launching a more um, comprehensive social media presence from Instagram and Facebook, but we're not there just yet, but LinkedIn's a good place to start. That's great. I'll make sure I
0: put those links um, along with the episode for people to take a look at. Yep and thank you so much again for your time and for what you've shared it's been really interesting and really
1: inspiring to hear about your um, journey to where you are today as well thank you and thanks for the opportunity elise and um as i say if anybody wants to chat to me personally i'm very happy to to talk either along for the company or if you're interested in coming into the research domain (laughs)